I mean, let's talk about that wall of dicks that we saw. Yes, please. Let's let's go into that. Wall and you of guys dicks. are gonna hear that interview soon. Or let's have that wall of dicks get into us. I guess. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. let's get let's get into the wall of dicks, right? Yeah. So we go there, and there's this uh company called Doc Johnson. Yes. Okay. And we spoke to Chad from Doc Johnson. And I had a lot of questions for him because the moment I saw that wall, so the wall was very, they had two kinds of walls. One kind of wall was these like girthy, like eight, 10 inch wide dildos. Unrealistically Unrealistic dildos. Like, and, and by the way, my one of my favorite moments was trying to get you to actually hold one of the girthy ones. Yes. I mean, I was holding. You were, I could tell because the first time I said, here, hold it. You're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was scared of it. Yeah. But then, uh, then you're like, wait a minute. If I'm holding this in my hand, it doesn't necessarily mean anything bad. And then you actually held onto it and you were like yes. impressed by the weight. <laughs> I was, I was like, holy shit, this thing is really heavy. Yeah. It was really heavy and it was very girthy. So I asked Chad, I was like, Chad, this is not actually molded after a real person, is it? He goes like, no, no, no. This is kind of, you know, kind of a demand thing that people have had. Yeah. So we bet we if we have this, he's like, you want to see the real ones? Let's show you the real ones that are molded after real people. I was like, whoa. So we go to the wall and they have like these gay porn stars, st- st- straight male porn stars. I and- knew one of them. You know what? Which one did you know? Isaiah. Isaiah, you mentioned that too. Yeah, yes. the uh, nine and a half incher. The nine and a half incher. A little so to the apparently, left. they just got a new one. Uh, this yes. guy, I forget his name. Uh, I forgot what his name uh, was. I can't remember what he's it was. Apparently, on uh, World, he's on like like uh, he's on like Atlanta. love, love uh, like Atlanta love and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That reality show. Yeah. And his was what. 12 inches. 12 inches. Yeah, that was the biggest one on the wall. Yeah, and, and he's not a porn star. He's not in the porn industry at all. Yeah. He just he just has his dong molded and being sold. He has a giant hog. He has a giant hog. Huge. I mean, I'm just saying, like, whoever his girlfriend is, let's just say that if he knocks her up, that baby's just going to come right out. Oh, God, yeah. I don't even, I think she probably needs to put a net down there just to hold the baby in. Because that tunnel is wide open. Holy hell. You can throw like salamis down there. He definitely packed it. <laughs> I, I it's, mean. It's like one of those things where like I like a lot of times guys will be intimidated when they see other guys who have bigger penises and porn and stuff like that. Sure. And that's specifically why they're in porn. And that was the first one that I ever saw. That I was like, damn, I can't even hate. Yeah, right? <laughs> You're just like. Salute to you, man. Bravo. (laughs) Well done. And by the way, nothing of his own doing. Yeah. He's just inherited that. Yeah. He, uh, bravo. But lucky, lucky sperm. I'm sorry, but I'm just going to point this out. He's a black dude, 12 inches. Mm -hmm. I honestly, like, I was just like, I'm not even shocked at this right now because. Black dudes have a pretty great reputation for themselves. Now, here's something interesting. There was a, a study that went around a few years ago, yeah. and it was about penis sizes worldwide. Okay. And the largest on average penis, as far as country goes, uh-huh. the country that has the most men with the bigger penises, uh-huh. Venezuela. What? Not kidding. But Venezuela probably has black blood in them. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. And I think the average on it was something like seven inches. Or I'm sorry. Uh, no, no. It's just that there's just too many big dicks. They're just dicking themselves over. This is hard. You want to know where a lot of the smaller ones were reported out of? India. The Middle East. 
Yeah, I yeah. believe that. Uh, which may Middle lead... East or India? Not India. Oh, South Asia. No, uh, India. I think was definitely on the lower end. South. Yeah, e- no, uh, it is. Yeah, uh, throughout the Middle East and South e- and South Asia, it was mostly lo- on the lower end, and it was uh, that might actually explain why there's so much violence. <laughs> Because they're all competing. The, all the small dicks are competing with who has the biggest dick. And the thing is that they all have small dicks. Yeah. And that's why they're so angry. They're so angry. You know that we're There was gonna, a South Park episode about that, by the I way. I bet there was. <laughs> I, I bet there's somebody who's going to be pissed off about the fact that we say that's why there's so much violence. They're like, oh, that's not true. There's not a lot of violence. It's like, but there is, though. Um, yeah. And can I just point out also the fact, also very religious. Yeah. Dick size goes kind of hand in hand with the religiosity of the aspect of it. Please explain. It's like hiding the size of your penis and shame behind religion. Oh, well, interesting. Yeah. Hiding that kind of shame and that kind of, well, uh, you know, God forbids, God forbids all these women to go and have sex. Using religion as a smokescreen from their small dicks. Totally. Gotcha. Totally interesting yeah to totally be like you know what god doesn't want women to have multiple sexual partners but it's totally okay for a man to have multiple female sexual partners so he can you know and that's about a man asserting his power because of the size of his fucking dick and he knows he has a small dick so he gets to feel like a manly man and in power and control by having multiple sex partners yeah oh also that he gets to call the shots in by the way multiple wives rather also, if you want to spread a religion super fast, all you have to do is outlaw homosexuality and legalize polygamy. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. And the two religions that spread the fastest and right now the fastest growing, Islam. And Christianity. No. Mormonism. Mormonism. Oh, you know, that's so funny you said that. I have a Mormon friend and we're always joking with each other that we should get married. Yeah. And have multiple children. And just raise the Muslim and Mormon because Mormons and Muslims are very similar. Yeah. Very, they, very similar. They, they up until recently, were totally cool with polygamy and That's outlawed right. homosexuality to an extreme level. Oh, my goodness. Uh, with, uh, with Mormons, if if one of your children in your family is gay. The entire if you don't, family gets kicked out. The entire out. family gets kicked out if yes. that family doesn't kick that kid that's out. That's right. That's so that's right. something that, you know, that's pretty extreme. It's not throwing people off of a roof extreme. In Russia. <clears throat> Like in the Middle East. Yeah, in the Middle East. In Russia, too. Yeah. yeah. It's, but it's pretty extreme out here, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. No, 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 absolutely. I mean, look, we have, there's, there are plenty. We are still overall a pretty conservative country when it, yeah. when you compare it to Europe, yeah. right? We may be, so it depends on who you compare us to. So if you can tr- com- compare America to the Middle East or South Asia, yes, we're a lot more liberal in that sense. But if you compare us to Europe, we're a lot more conservative oh, for than sure. what Europeans are. Yeah, for because sure. Because their perspective on sex and how they view sex is very different than the way we view sex. Yeah, they have German shiza porn. They have sh- German what? Shiza porn. <laughs> That's a very specific category. It is. It's German poop porn. <laughs> Oh my goodness! <laughs> they they like their poop and apparently their porn. Uh, not every not all porn out of Germany is shiza videos. Bro. Well, d- doesn't Japan also have that? Where every 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 culture has that version of porn. It's just I don't. Uh, it's a heard... running it's a running joke about Germany and shiza videos. Is it? Yeah. I have never heard of Middle East or South Asians having like shit porn. Like I've never. I've heard seen of that. I've seen uh, piss porn. 
but in, in Middle East, South Asian, absolutely interesting. But not uh, but you're, homosexual but it, or straight. Both. Oh, interesting. Yeah, okay. but it's also uh, you know there's I'm sure and it's sorry, a matter. What of, is this website where this is just for research purposes? Just Google search it. Just Google search <laughs> Middle Eastern piss porn. Yeah, there you go. Bam. Jesus. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah. So. Wow. We okay. had now we we went through that conference and we got a lot of interviews from different people. Yes, we and, did. And uh, we were talking about the Wall of Dicks. I want to get to the interview that we had with. Let's Chad. talk about the Wall of Dicks. So when I went to the Wall of Dicks, that was an amazing interview. Yeah, for we're sure. Roll it. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. This is the interview that we got with Chad from uh, Doc, Doc Johnson. Johnson. Uh, here it is. So now I'm. We're standing in front of Signature Cox. And um, so I'm uh, I'm pretty fascinated. I thought it was just going to be a wall. wall of dick. It's a it's a giant wall of dicks. Um, I'm, I'm sorry for. I'll apologize for all men. Thank you. There. I I appreciate that. Some of them actually look good, so I'm not sorry for those. Uh, but uh, so so these are all. This is a wall, wall of cock. I thought it was just going to be a bunch of black dudes. Well, there's a there's definitely a bunch of black dudes on here, but we have uh, every uh, color represented. We have uh, Spanish, Latin American, we have white, we have black. Yeah, Let's I don't see, see really any uh, South Asian or Middle Eastern guys on here. We do not have any South Asian or Middle Eastern guys. Why? Yet. You know Yet. what? And that's a big key. Yet, because a lot of times within the culture, this kind of thing isn't really discussed. You don't see a surplus of Middle Eastern male porn stars out there. Yeah, I've never seen a single one. There's only the two female ones I know is uh, Mia Khalifa. Yep. Yeah. Right? Mia uh, Khalifa is very famous. And Priya. And Priya. Priya Rai, who yeah, you're friends and with. And Sunny Leone. And Sunny Leone, who is yeah. now a big Bollywood star. Yeah, she's a big mainstream star now. Yeah, she's a big yeah. mainstream star. So are these so these signature cocks are for are these for women for men who is everyone? For anybody and everybody that would want, you know, a dildo, which is basically what this is. These are dildos, you know. Um, there's definitely a lot of guys here that other guys are going to be into, and there's also women who are very much into these guys. We have a very good mixture here of gay and straight performers. Um, you know, so there are there are straight performers that gay guys are going to be into, as well as women, but then there are also gay performers here, like Men.com and Sean Cody, which are some of the biggest um, gay content providers in the world. Obviously, there you're going to see... Um, more gay men that are into that or know who they are, but there's also a lot of straight women who watch gay porn. So, you know, it's kind of... I have literally never heard of that in my life before. kind of for everybody. And then we have one in particular, Safari. This is really, really special and important. Safari is a, a huge music artist as well as on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. He was Nicki Minaj's, like, ex-boyfriend for 12 years. Uh, he had, like, a sex tape that leaked, like, a year ago. Come to find out he has, like, a 12-inch dong. And we reached out to him. And after a lot of back and forth, we finally signed a deal with him. Completely mainstream performer. Does not do any porn at all. Any content whatsoever. And we molded him. And we are releasing that within the next month. Wow. 12, 12 inches? 12 inch. That's the biggest one thus far, right? Uh, let's see. We got. Yeah, they're all ten inches. Yeah. The top. Safari is Safari's crushing. Uh, he's crushing more than one thing. He's crushing a lot of puss, huh? He's doing all right. Wow. He's a beautiful girlfriend now too, Eric Mina, or Erica Mina, I believe. So, wow. yeah, this is a this is a really exciting product for us. Right. One of the first mainstream guys we've ever molded. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Chad. I appreciate your help.
How I asked us. Awesome. I, had to, I had a lot of questions. Then. You, did. you saw me. Yeah. No. And I was I was just more excited that I like saw people I knew on the on the wall of dicks, not necessarily by their dicks, because yeah. it's not like I intentionally. Uh, here, here's the thing. I know a lot of people who are in the adult film industry. Yeah. If I know your real name, I'm not watching your video. Oh. Because I know you too well at uh, that point. Because it's too real. Well, no, it's just uh, you're my friend at mm. that point, and I really have a hard time watching my friends do certain things. You know. So that's not the same if you're friends in a movie in Hollywood. Yeah, no, no, definitely different. And here's the thing. If I knew and watched your porn before and then I got to know you and then I learned your late name, I still can't watch you after that. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so this, this, you know, I don't know if you noticed this about me and I actually noticed this. I was very kind of self-conscious about when I was interviewing Chad was that when I was taping him and uh, taping him, I would not make eye contact with him. I noticed. Did you notice I, that? I did see that. I, I were, wouldn't make eye contact, were, and I kept looking away. You were making more eye contact with the one eye of the dick than <laughs> you were with the guy talking about it. I just staring at the 12-inch dong, just imagining, like, dude, how do you sit with that thing? Like, how does that work? Like, you probably can't even sit on the medicine ball because that's not going to work out for you. You can't wear uh, high shorts at all. You can't wear high shorts. Nope. I mean, what can you wear? Pants. I mean, but pants <laughs> Have it with just a go lot down of, your leg. But with a lot of padding where it's just like, damn, like you can't be excited in public because you can't even hide that. No, I, I must confess. I mean, look, I met some really phenomenal people. Like uh, some, of the, in, some of the further interviews you're going to hear, uh, you know, uh, is by a lady whose father-in-law. Oh, yeah, wait. Yeah, I don't want to get. They describe exactly why, so we don't need to necessarily. I don't, get I'm into not this. even going to get into it. Yeah, I'm just going to say there's a family involved, yeah. and they are mad open about their sexuality, yeah. and Let, they're wonderful about it. Yeah, let's go and catch that magical bean footage. For, this is my first time ever at a sex toy convention. I am absolutely brand new to this world. I haven't seen a product like yours anywhere thus far. So congratulations! And while your dad is calling, who is the inventor of this? wonderful um is it a is it a vibrator huh it's a thrusting vibrator tell tell me the story of how you guys discovered this it's a thrusting dildo and and dad keeps calling you yeah and actually i think he knows that i'm questioning dad was uh gave us the idea for using a drive mechanism that would allow us to make an effective thruster and that's what we did we patented it and we created a couple of products that are now on the market they are thrusting dildos. They're very strong. They're flexible. Yeah. They're fun. They're not very expensive, so everybody can have access to one. Yeah. I'm assuming your dad's uh, popular with the ladies? No, he just loves his son. That's all. He's going to celebrate his 50th anniversary next year. How, what, which one? 50th. 50th? Oh, he's young. He's celebrating his anniversary. 50th anniversary. I was like, oh, he's wow, he's 50 so, years old. Sorry. So I was like, when do you have a kid when he's 10? <laughs> Goodness. Um, this is amazing. So, okay, so there's this whole thrusting motion going on. So, okay, I, this is a question for you, Danielle, as a from woman to woman. So I've, I mentioned to you, I've never owned a sex toy ever in my life, mainly because one of the conversations straight women have among each other is that if you own a sex toy or if you own a vibrator or a dildo, it desensitizes you from when you actually have sex that you won't be able to reach an orgasm. It, what, what are your thoughts on that? I personally don't believe that to be true. I've not in any experience I've spoken with people. 
I've heard of that theory, but I've not any, met anybody who's told me that outright. Okay, so we're, we're so we're trying to bust some myths and we're trying to, you know, expand people's minds about this. Expand more than one thing, not just the minds, also vaginas. Uh, but uh, but what, 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 so so that's is that so you're saying is that from a personal experience you're saying, or this is after ta- speaking to a bunch of different people? Both. Personally, I've I've tried vibrators, dildos. Yeah. And and they've not desensitized you in any way. No. Okay, cool. That's that's good to know. So, so this so this thrusting thing, like, what, like so your dad comes up with this idea, and then what? He how does he rope you in this? Well, I became unemployed and needed something to do, <laughs> and so I didn't want to go get a real job. So we started designing sex toys and manufacturing them. Got it. Very, very cool. So, and so when you have a product like this, I mean, I don't know anything about this world. Like, who's your first tester person? Oh, God. Danielle? Yes. <laughs> really? Yes. Yes. That is, that is amazing. Not your mom. No. Because if your dad approached your mom, he'd be sleeping on the couch forever. Probably. Wow. So you're the first and you're just like, this works, this doesn't work. Yes, there are some growing pains yeah. with it, if you if it yeah. may. We broke a lot of stuff along the way. Yeah. You what? Broke a lot of stuff along the way. So then what? Like you're like paying people to be like, hey, or just being friends. Like, hey, you guys want to try this product? No, our friends do have the benefit of also getting to be testers as well. Got it. Every time we have something new, we will send it out and let them see if they can break it. No, that's like literally the best way to get a feedback. That's, that's incredible. And Danielle, you survived it, and here we are. Yes, alive and well. This is, this is amazing. This is absolutely amazing. Thank you so much, you guys. How amazing was that interview with Alex and Danielle about the thruster? Yeah, that was one of the toys I think you noticed first was this piston-pumping dildo action of the thruster. Well, the interesting, the thing that drew me to it was the fact that it was the only toy that was there that was doing the, what a penis does. In that sense, right? Yeah. A penis doesn't vibrate, but a thruster is actually not just vibrating, it's thrusting. It I think it even had a warming thing. Yeah. That it was warm. Yeah. And it goes up and down on the inside while it's thrusting. So yeah. there has this multiple functionality where I was like, okay, this is like a lot more realistic. Yeah. To the closest closest thing that I saw to a penis. Among all the toys that I saw there. And the one advantage it has over a normal penis is that it has unlimited stamina. Unlimited stamina. And uh, all you have to do is just plug the charger and just keep going. Unless unless there's a complete blackout. Yeah. Then, then you're fucked. But, well, then you could just use well, the toy. Well, actually, you're fucked either way if it's on or off. Yeah. But, <laughs> but however. <laughs> drums, please. Um, but... One of the ones that I came across <laughs> and that fascinated me. I think I know where that, you're going it, with was this that, one. Was that was that was was a South Asian guy. It was an Indian guy. Well, it's not. Just, it's the toy that we recognized before that caught our attention. Oh before yes, yes, him. yes. Sorry, you're absolutely right. Was a a twerking butt. Yeah, it was a vibrating twerking. Ass and vagina. Vagina. That is correct. That and is correct. the first thing you did when you walked in, because it had it in a display case, but it had a, a circle cut in it. That's correct. And the first thing you did was you went and stuck your hand in and you put your finger right inside the vagina. Just and you realized like a it's pro. and you realized, wow, it's warm. 
Yeah, I I put my finger inside and I was like, this can't be okay. This is so real right now. And yeah, and it has a warming capability. Yeah. And I just put, and I was like, oh, this is fascinating. But what shocked me even further about it had shocking capabilities? No, what shocked me after I stuck my finger out. (laughs) That'd be hilarious, sticking your dick in there and getting shocked every time. Oh, wow. You know, there'd be people who's into that. Uh, that is a fetish. You did see a lot of the shock play gear that they have there for BDSM shock yes. play. They had a spanking paddle that That's was electrified. Right. They had a riding qu- uh, crop that was electrified. There was a lot of stuff there that as soon as Mona saw it, she was like, nope. I, 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 I passed through that so quickly. They had the, the, ele- the electrified s- dildo, the one that actually did the shock play inside your vagina. They had that there. At the BDSM one. At, at that one uh, booth that had the, the riding crop and the electrified uh, spanker and all the paddle and all that. They had a sex toy, an, an insertable sex toy that had that same shocking function. Can I just say, function. life is fucking hard enough. I'm not shocking my vagina <laughs> to get through life. Hey, to each his own. That's, that's a Amen fetish to that. and a half. Amen to that. But... Yo, life is fucking hard enough, man. <laughs> Why am I going to shock my vagina where I don't even know if I'm going to be able to survive it? Didn't Peter Gabriel sing a song about that? Shock the monkey? I think, but that's shocking the dick, not the puss. <laughs> they actually had toys for that, too. I bet they did. Yeah. I bet they did. But we we did talk to the, we did notice after the we saw the twerking ass, the bouncing ass that looked like it was going to literally oh, hop across oh. the room. This was fascinating thing. When I looked up, it was a South Asian Indian guy. It was. Yeah. It was like this yeah. dude that like, it, it, I was like, holy cow. I was like, it's a brown guy. Yes. His name is Brian. Yeah. Brian. Yeah. So I was like, all right. So you're a South Indian dude. He's like, yes. And I was like, dude. Uh, this is amazing. And I was like, I'm shocked to see a brown guy selling this equipment because I was like, aren't you supposed to be a doctor or an engineer right now? And he's like, yes. I was like, what did you do before this? And he goes, I was in PR. I'm yeah. like, how the hell do you go from PR to this? Yeah. And he goes, you know, I just kind of fell into it. And then came the big question. Yeah. Now we we have the audio. For we this. have the audio. For so I, I definitely want to get that going because uh, here's Brian. He. He is a fellow brown person. Yes. Like, and this is the whole point of the show is that these kind of conversations just don't happen. Never. And we've and we found some we found the one person who is a Middle Eastern South Asian brown person. That's right. Working within this one sex toy company. And here's right. the audio from it. You gotta hear this. Brian, this is fascinating. You're a fellow South Asian like I am. And uh, I am, uh, first of all, honored to see a fellow brown person working some sex toy. Pleasure indeed, my friend. Pleasure indeed. So uh, you guys can't see this, but I'm going to make a take a picture of this. There is an ass that's pulsating right now with its vagina and an asshole. And it's bouncing and it's warm inside. Uh, So can you tell us something a little bit more about the twerking butt classic? Yeah, I guess as the hip kids say, it's a twerking butt. Um, it also vibrates, it pulses, it contracts, and it also heats up inside. So what, before we were before we started recording this, I asked you like, what's your bigger demographic like as far as the U.S. and you know internationally? So you were saying uh, I was at, you said Middle East also, but then you said because of certain laws. So so tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, it's just um, there are just certain products that. You know, they it's more taboo there that they don't want it in your face with. So you have to be more discreet about it. 
Um, I mean, how do you sell the twerking butt in Saudi Arabia? Yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, if I had the answer to that, then I'd be their sole distributor, you know, and I'd be making a lot more money. Hey, man, you need to get over there. Yeah, you got to tell their, uh, the politics there is crazy. Yeah, and it's also a different culture there. It's, yes. Uh, yes. like you said, you guys know it's taboo, sure. so. Sure. I mean, okay, this is um, this is a crazy question. I'm sorry, and you don't have to answer if it's too personal. Uh, do you Does your family know that you work in this company? No, they do not. And why is that? Uh, honestly, I go by the philosophy, less questions in, in terms of my family, the better, uh, less I have to do. You, but I'm also not opposed if, you know, I would love to be able to talk to them. And I think it should be a healthy conversation. Yeah. People should be able to tell their parents if they work in that industry. Yeah. yeah. But uh, to each his own. I mean, uh, yeah. if you have more liberal parents, maybe yeah. they'd be open to it. Absolutely. I mean, this is not like, you, look, we're both South Asian. This is not something that can be, we can all be like, mom, dad, I sell twerking butts. What's up? No, not at all. <laughs> mom, making a killing. They're like, but you are not an engineer. Exactly. Maybe if I talk to them about the design of it or sure. the price point and the margin it could sell it, <laughs> maybe they would pay attention. But like, mom, I just bought a house selling twerking butts. Hey, then they would no questions at all, oh, right? you know it. Yeah. Then it's all good. So I was asking, like, so domestically, like, what's your demographic? Is it, do you guys have more sales in, like, the North, the South, the Midwest? Like, where is your, like, big demographic? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, obviously, California does a lot of business because there's just a lot of sex shops and a lot of distributors here. Yeah. Um, Midwest? Um, I don't know. You know, it depends because also where people buy the product from is not necessarily where they end up you know, selling it at, so they could be shipping it to other people. But it's usually coastlines and then some stuff sprinkled in between in the Midwest, the, you know, Bible Belt as they call it, yeah. But, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Brian. I appreciate your your input on the twerking butt over here. That was Brian. Thank you so much, Brian, for all of your insight and also a little bit of personal details. His personal family history was kind of thrown in there. Sure. But also one thing that we noticed when we were talking about him and you heard it right there was that he hasn't really talked to his family. His family has no idea. Yeah. I mean, guys, I just want you to stop and process this for a second. Okay. This is not someone who lives in India or was born and raised in India. This is an American born South Asian guy. Okay who is a grown-ass independent man, pays his own bills, lives his own life, cannot tell his parents that he sells the twerking butt that is also warm inside when you put your finger inside his vagina. Okay? He can't tell his family that. The amount of shame and uh, just kind of what is attached for him as a male that he makes a living selling pleasure is fucking mind-blowing yeah and it's not like he's a flesh peddler at selling pleasure he's literally selling, he's selling technology he's, sell- he's selling he's selling techn- a twerking butt everybody yeah and he cannot talk to his family about that and i asked him and i was like do you think after the interview i, I was like do you do you think it will ever you will ever reach a point where you will you will talk to your family or you will tell them about you know and he goes, you know, I'm not so sure. I'm yeah. not so sure, you know. Uh, but we're going to eventually have Brian on as a guest because he is someone mandatory that we need to have a conversation with about. Absolutely. And he's a SoCal guy, so it w- it'll be easy to get him over super, here for sure. Super, super easy. And that not only that, we're going to have more people, more guests throughout the Middle East, Middle Eastern people coming South in to Asian. talk. Yeah, South Asian people coming in to talk about all things sex. First episode, we had Shalomar Bulos, the, the Lebanese BDSM expert. 
we're going to have we had Brian the South Asian sex toy uh, distributor on the show with us this week. Every week we want to have more and more experts that come from a Middle Eastern South Asian background because we want to make it so that people understand that while this conversation about this topic is stunted, Mm -hmm. it is held back, it is restricted. And I want the audience, I want everybody out there to understand that you're not alone. That if you... If you are into this kind of thing, there are probably people within the Middle East, South, uh, the South Asian community that are into this, too. And you may feel that sense of shame about being into this thing. But we want you to know that you're not alone. You are not alone. And honestly, I know, Sam, you you speak as a male, but I can tell you that as a female, for me to even have this conversation today was a little petrifying, mainly because as open as I am, because my family can listen to this and they are going to listen to it and they're going to hear it. Right. I mean, not for nothing, but towards the end, I was given a lot of different, uh, products. Excellent. I was given a lot of different products. Oh, you went as they were closing too. You were doing the last day as they were closing. So all of them were giving their stuff away. They were giving their stuff away (laughs) like crazy. Okay. You got to tell me some idea of some of the products you got. Okay, so I ended up getting two more vibrators. Awesome. And they were kind of on the small, on the bullet size. Okay, so they were the, the little tiny bullet the vibrators. The little tiny bullet. But there was this other, there were some other people who were like, give me a, give me your card, I will send you package. Awesome. They were like, we'll send you packages. And I was like, I don't think I'm ready for this. Um, other were like lubes. Other uh, uh, lubes were there. There was an oh, there was massage oils that you can use as a couple. Yeah, uh, I'm single, so I don't know. Uh, and then there were others. Use that two hands. There's two hands. <laughs> uh, good, good, good job, choice on that one. Uh, or there's others where this is. They're like, oh, are you like clitoral stimulation and this stimulation and that? And I was just like. I don't know what to do yeah. with all this information. Yeah. But thank you so much. And it had like, and there's candles for like during your lovemaking process, you can light candle. I mean, just the kind of stuff. Uh, and I also got given two orchid plants. So that's very Aww, nice. That's, that's very nice sweet. Too. Uh, just a just a hint of innocence in the middle of this sex madness. <laughs> uh, but it was very sweet. But um I was, yeah, people were just like, here, try it, do this and do that. Um, but honestly, I am so glad that you invited me. Yeah. Thank you so much for inviting me and opening this kind of world to me where I can be a, l- a little bit more less ashamed of myself or my own sexuality. And honestly, uh, I am still working on it. I am, you know, this grown person, but there are things that I legit struggle with about talking about my sexuality or talking about that aspect of my life because you know that as a woman in our culture, if you talk about, especially as a female, talk about your sexuality, you are immediately considered a prostitute. You are immediately considered somebody uh, who is, you know, of loose character, who just sleeps around, who fucks around. And by the way, there's nothing fucking wrong with that either. So God Not bless. Rock it out. OK. Yeah. Um, or like, uh, you know, and looks, listen, prostitution is the old profession, oldest profession in the world. So shout out to shout out to, you know, sex workers. I yeah. Mean, God give bless. it up to all of our sex workers. And damn it, let's make legislation that protects them and doesn't put them at more risk. Amen. You know, um, but, uh, you know, uh, that the, the, the idea is that you are not a woman that deserves respect. You are not a respectful woman. Yeah. And that horrible horrible shameful stigma starts we need to start talking about it and we need to start exploring it 
because women have had enough. Damn it's right. enough. That is like, enough. Where's my standing applause button? Thank you. <laughs> and I think on that note, we're going to wrap up. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening in on iTunes and all other. But they can also send us emails with questions, concerns, things with what they topics they want us to possibly talk about and cover. That's right. Feel free to email us at forbidden talk show at gmail.com. Forbidden talk show at gmail.com. Hit us up with your ideas. If you want to be a guest on the show, send us an email. We'll talk to you and see what we can do about getting that done. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us tonight. We appreciate it. We'll be back next time. This is Forbidden Talk.